War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Best lawn ever, guaranteed. Contact Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today. Now, you can call them, 401-392-1025. Get a quick, easy quote. The best thing to do, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. They have a great website. It's easy, lawndoctor.com, lawndoctor.com. Then just put in your zip code. Get a quick, easy a quote. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Take Get part of their premium eight-service program. Early spring, spring lime, late spring, summer, Grub prevention, early fall, fall, late fall, Lawn Doctor, online at lawndoctor.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. It is Wednesday. This portion of the program brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. All good things must come to an end, and it is the final days of Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Saturday is their final day. Ron has decided he's going to retire pop in and see them 170 royal little drive in providence folks everything baked fresh just incredible the uh, trump 2024 chocolate donuts also the let's go brandon cupcakes the most delicious calzones type it into your gps customers are sad but going off on a high note ron's pastry gourmet 170 royal little drive in providence right off of silver spring street next to AAA. pop in and see them well, folks, it is Wednesday. It's a big day. President Biden is uh, on Jimmy Kimmel tonight. And as we speak, Governor McKee is going to fundamentally change how elections are done in Rhode Island. Now, you're going to hear a lot of talk about, gee, you know, what's going on? And how come, you know, right now, how come we're not seeing more television ads? How come the campaigns all seem kind of bland? And, folks, what Governor McKee is, is signing is fundamentally going to change our our elections in in the 2020 election 65 percent of people voted before the polls opened only 35 percent of the people voted day of when governor mckee is signing this it's going to flip to 75 before the polls open in 25 what they're doing just so you understand and i don't think everybody gets it yet but they are fundamentally changing it is no longer about the marketplace or the public place of, of of ideas it's not it's no longer about candidate a has a good plan and they debate the merits of it you know against candidate b and maybe there's a candidate c what they are basically doing is the our entire election structure in the way campaigns are going to be run it's all about ground game and going out and collecting ballots this is no longer going to be election day governor mckee nelly gorbea what they are doing we're an outlier they don't have this in connecticut they don't have this in massachusetts you're going to people have people saying we're, we're all the campaign commercials now you'll still get some some commercials you'll still get some mailers but it's all going to be about hiring campaign workers volunteers well really no longer volunteers campaign workers to go out and literally collect ballots collect votes there's nothing positive about this this is no longer one person having a good performance on the debate stage and you know changing the course of the election now there'll be some of us many of you many of us that will still vote on election day many people will say well you know i don't trust them i i do that no, Rhode Island has opted for, this is all organized by the campaigns. You, all the cities and towns have these uh, drop boxes. I've been talking about this, and I, I fully realize a lot of people don't fully absorb it and get it. It's going to take a little while. I know over the weekend the Republican Party was standing on a, a corner in Coventry holding a sign saying register to vote. That it doesn't do anything. Maybe it was in Johnston, wherever it was. It doesn't matter. They can send a campaign worker into Providence and register 50 people in one day and giving out gift cards while they're doing it. And more importantly, taking all their information. So the old way of this, you know, this person for governor and this person for governor, and they're making their arguments and they're campaigning and 
their themes and what about this and what about that all of that is going to be eliminated it's all being taken away our elections and this is how they want it uh it's wrong this should not be going on the republican party in my mind they had one mission to get a great secretary of state candidate to finally take over the voting rolls and they have failed to do so that's that's just a fact that's not where their emphasis is so that's why notice you don't see governor mckee he's got money you don't see him up on television you don't see nelly gobert up on television you don't see seth magaziner up on television the people are not watching a lot of television the people that are up on tv are the new people the outsiders that don't fully understand how the game has changed the the election of 2022 is is completely different than the election of 2010 or 2012 really even for 2016 uh there's nothing positive about this this is about ballot harvesting and if people don't understand it and i feel a lot of the people that should be educating people about it haven't done a very good job to do that because there's still a lot of people that don't fully understand it but what you need to understand is we're an outlier massachusetts connecticut they don't allow in rhode island anyone a campaign worker can go out and collect five thousand votes can't do that in other states ballot harvesting is outlawed illegal in certain states but still people don't get it i get people saying well we should put a camera on the on the drop boxes what what good does that do see that's just because they've seen that film 2000 mules they don't realize that the whole reason they were doing that is because they had a limit on the number of ballots in rhode island you'd go up smile wave and drop in 5000 votes it's wrong governor mckee is going right along with it um this is forever changing you're you're no longer going to see those types of campaigns this is no longer this is all you take all your money and pour it into people to go out and literally collect votes and then drop them in the drop boxes so it's wrong that to me is the real attack on democracy by the way all right much more ahead folks um remember visit the website dipetro.com we have a lot on the latest on the missing person case charlotte lester we have a lot of videos a lot of stories information you can get caught up on that but this is uh there's nothing good about this this business of let rhode island vote is ridiculous as if people in rhode island can't vote compared to massachusetts connecticut are two neighboring states this is the democrats control it they want as many people to vote as possible they don't care if they're registered they don't care if they're citizens they don't even care if they're 18 remember because they feel the ends justify the means the only thing that matters is winning all right much more ahead right here on the john DePietro show j perry paving folks you can depend on j perry paving they provide high quality fair pricing exceptional service over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios and much more call them today for a free quote 401-732-1730 j perry paving they are tremendous they also how about this once a month they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran and remember whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed call j perry paving for a free quote it makes a huge difference in your property in your home in your driveway or patio 401-732-1730 j perry paving 401-732-1730 you can also find them on facebook they're terrific hey get that driveway paved call and book an appointment now 401-732-1730 for j perry paving 11 we go until two it's am 1380 <clears throat> 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website petro.com joining us right now he is a columnist of the boston globe it is dan mcgowan and uh folks in today's roadmap i'm going to tell you how you can get that for free in just a moment dan mcgowan i think you finally have the attention of everyone in rhode island now if in fact they can wager <laughs> on the democrat primary for governor now we're talking that's right if you're it's it's not uh just you, you don't have to just listen to dan and john on the radio every week and talk about the race you can actually you know put your money where your mouth is so to speak um yeah there's this there's a an online uh a website basically called predict it that has been around for a couple of years that you know allows you to think of it almost like day trading uh, you can buy shares of candidates and, you know, you buy low and you, you hope to sell high. 
Um, and it, it, it has all kinds of sort of government uh, outcomes. You know, you could bet on, you know, uh, Australian elections and you could look at, you know, who's going to be the president or who's going to be the Democrat nominee in 24. And just recently they have added a lot of uh, state races, you know, who's going to win Congress in places. And in Rhode Island, you've got the Democratic primary for governor. Uh, and so right now you could go on Predict It's website and you can buy, you know, shares of the candidates. Um, and right off the bat, you know, not a surprise, the incumbent, Governor McKee, uh, is is sort of the considered the front runner. Um, yeah. Although, as I pointed out in Roadmap, you know, you, you can buy him right now for about 69 cents a share, um, which, it, it, you know, everybody else is lower. Nelly Gourbet is in the 30 cent range. And then you got really low. You get a Helena Folks for like five cents. But the thing about this is, is that that sounds like, oh, okay, clearly McKee is, you know, this significant favorite. Actually, uh, you know, if you, if you were to go look at the governor of New York, who's similar situation, I know her, her, she was promoted because Andrew Cuomo uh, you know, left office, but same idea, Lieutenant governor promoted to office. She is almost a lock her. She's all the way up at 99 cents a share, which is essentially almost think of it as like 99% chance of winning. Right. Not, ex- not exactly that, but, but that's sort of the concept. So what you're seeing in these early betting markets, I should tell you too, John, these guys, the people who, who play with these things, uh, you know, they're, they know what they're doing. Uh, you know, there are some level of, you know, you get lots of kind of the political insiders who play these games. And so they're clearly seeing something here that says this race is fairly wide open. You know, Dan McKee as the incumbent governor should probably be a, a relatively expensive buy. And you see Nelly Gourbet with a chance and you see, you know, the other candidates there. So kind of fun stuff. Uh, you know, you're not going to get rich off of this and you're probably not going to go broke over it. But it is a fun way to look at the election, especially when, you know, we're not hearing very much from anybody. So it's, it's another fun way to kind of get excited about this race when uh, the candidates themselves aren't particularly exciting. I really like this, Dan McGowan. So someone you could go in and if you felt Nelly Gorbea is going to only climb and get higher... If you then buy those shares and as they climb, that's how you make money. That's exactly right. You could see what's really interesting. You can see, I think they put up Rhode Island only maybe 60 days ago or so in the last 60 days. And you can see the trends. Uh, You can't see who bought and who didn't, um, but you can see, oh, you know, uh, looked like Dan McKee. A lot of people bought into Dan McKee really early. And then when some of the polling came out, people have kind of trended towards uh, Nelly Grabea. Uh, it's really fun. I'll tell you the other fun part about this, not that people should care all that deeply about it, but uh, as, as the race goes on, the comments section of this website is fantastic. Uh, wow. If you were to go back to la- last year, when Gina Raimondo, uh, you know, was it was in the mix to be the Commerce Secretary, uh, she she ended up getting it. There was really smart kind of insight from people. They the the predicted community was well ahead of the media on predicting uh, Gina Raimondo to be the Commerce Secretary. So you know, there is some level of kind of you know interesting and smart analysis there. It's it's kind of a fun thing to monitor, and I'm going to continue to monitor it throughout the election. Folks, we're speaking with Dan McGowan, uh, columnist of the Boston Globe. I really like that. And let's just go through the race. Dan McGowan, what are you hearing about the folks campaign? I mean, whether people realize it or not, I, the, the window is, is closing here, especially Governor McKee is set to sign that new legislation. Early voting is going to start the third week of August. Right. I mean, th- I, I, I know everyone can keep saying it's early. I'm just wondering when is someone going to admit that, all right, maybe it's not that early. And, yes. and you would, I mean, at this, at this point, I get it. And I, I talk with someone that kind of in on the campaign and saying that right now this everyone's trying to remain calm and still say it's early. But when July hits, you're talking would have to be like a incredible turnaround and push to the finish to try to close the deal here. What are your thoughts? Well, you have 97, 98 days until the primary. So when you're inside of the 100 day mark, yeah, you know, it gets late really fast. And, you know, something that you've pointed out a bunch that I think is really smart is this, this idea that 
people are not consuming television the way they used to. And I think the, yeah. the traditionalists inside of that campaign think that, well, of course, the best way to reach people is to get on television and to, you know, just blitz the airwaves with, you know, commercials. And look, she's doing it. You saw her in the Celtics Warriors yep. game. You know, you've seen her, uh, you know, she's on all the, the popular shows, right? She's in Jeopardy and all the news, ch- the, 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 the news times on 10 and 12. So you are seeing her more, but I think your instinct on this are looking are proving to be more prescient than than uh, people realize when we say there just isn't a ton of interest on kind of linear television right now. No. Um, and and so I'm not sure she's getting that same you know the, the, the kind of a bump that maybe she expected. Now is she going to raise her name recognition? Yes, you can with with millions of dollars that that. Uh, she has the ability to both raise and put in herself, you know, that you can get in front of voters. You know, you start to send out mailers to every voter in the state. These are all things that, you know, she will become more known. But right. I think the challenge with it is, is we still don't really know what she's about. So, exactly. you know, yes. the, the key the, the, the key to name recognition, right? First, it's sure you got to just get your name out there and you know, introduce yourself to voters. But now, you know, as, as you get inside of these, this hundred days to go, basically, uh, you know, we, we also need to know kind of what she's going to do differently than a Governor McKee. Um, you know, I think every day that goes by, the one saving grace for, for Governor McKee is he gets to, you know, do the things that, that governors do. He gets to sign right. bills and do all yep. these other and do all this other stuff. And these other guys. You know, they're just not really catching on, especially Helena folks. But I even think, you know, for all the momentum talk of Nellie Gorbea, you know, she goes weeks without getting mentioned on television at this point. You know, in the news, she just doesn't make a ton of headlines. And so, you know, while her polling and while the Channel 12 poll a couple of weeks ago, you know, certainly put her right there in the race, I think it's really easy to forget about this race. Um, and so that, that's one reason why, you know, I, I would not count McKee out as, as potentially winning this race. Uh, you know, what's also interesting, David Gowan, is, is the Biden administration, they're being criticized for they're using old types of strategies, yeah. right? Like, like this whole business, he's going to go on with Jimmy Kimmel. Like, th- this isn't like you stop by the, you know, the Leno and the Tonight Show. It, it's all, all, everything now is the potential for a viral video for one mistake. Right. So I, and, and the thing with the, the folks campaign is it's like they're running a campaign from 2010. Yeah. And, and they're not going to win any awards with these ads. Now I know that down the line, they could come up with something, but you know, you go back to when AOC arrived on the scene and you know, that video of her of, and it was long, it wasn't just a television commercial, but you know, your future shouldn't be dependent on what zip code where you yep. live is. And and that really cut through. And it was very compelling. I mean, look, we're talking about it this years later. And she took out a, a big time incumbent, someone seen as like safe and unbeatable. So, I, again, well, and John, I that, and, and John you, you, well, the thing about if you go back to that AOC commercial, a lot of people who are listening to this probably don't even remember it. But the, the reason why it resonated so much is remember it was it, it was new and interesting and it was also you had this this character AOC who was you know obviously you know attractive young woman but also you know truly believed in something right whatever you yes. want to say about AOC 100% you know, she, yep. she believes in her you know kind of progressive socialism cause that that's the the thing that you don't see with somebody like a Helena folks who's gonna who's a moderate you know I think what the way she would like to be described is she wants to be kind of the grown up right she wants to be a little bit like Gina Romano the problem with being you know the grown up the person who doesn't make mistakes is you you don't leave yourself kind of open to you know that viral video that that really compelling story about you know how you saved someone's life or how, you know, you, you just care so deeply. I mean, even right, this issue on, uh, with, with, I'm sure we'll talk about, you know, the, the gun bill are going to move yeah. through the legislature. I mean, in what other state would the Democrats not be able to have at least one of these candidates really stepping up and leaning yeah. into how 
they support gun control. Right now, you barely hear anything. You're, you know, let me call. I'm calling on the governor to do more. But right. it's, it's not in other states. This is dominating the news. Um, and these candidates, they're just, you know, if you're if you're unwilling to, you know, to kind of be creative, then I don't care who your ad buyers are, who your ad makers are. Uh, you're just not going to really resonate. So I, I think that's the challenge. I mean, AOC believed in what she was talking about and then made a great video. Right now, right. we just don't know what any of these other people stand for. No. Before we take a quick break, Dave McGowan, you know what's interesting? One of my listeners, I won't say what business, but but met Helena Folks. And, um, and, and I said, you know, you know, we were corresponding email. What do you think? And he said, she still thinks she's running CBS. He said, I won't say the type of industry, but he said once a year, the top people in the office, they come through, they clean up the office the day before, everyone stands at the desk, they just kind of walk through, nod, almost like a receiving line of the queen. He said, that's what it was like meeting her. <laughs> he said, it was not the, hey, you know, let's, how can we get things better when he were your vote? Just kind of like nodding and, and just, that was his impression yeah. of someone like meeting with the little people in a way. And, and, here, that's, and that's the thing that, that people do not give, uh, Ramondo enough credit for Gina Ramondo right. was really good at you know at, at doing she no let's not pretend she wasn't Bill Clinton but she she was really good at being able to kind of look you in the eyes and find a way to kind of uh you know to connect with small business owners sometimes by the way it was wildly out of touch it would just be oh you're Italian I'm Italian you know what's your what's your meatball recipe right, <laughs> right. but she she had that sort of uh, that ability that you know to connect with people is a reason yeah. why she's she's been able to you know be pretty successful and you don't see that I think you're right I hear that same kind of talk of you know whether it's and it's it's kind of across the board and Helena folks you're right I think she she acts sort of she's still a big executive you know you get Governor McKeon and he, you know he can be very awkward uh, and so you know these 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 business owners that that meet people that's kind of you know one of the best ways the advantage of being a business owner you get to you know, meet some of these guys because they all want to come in and talk to, to the small business people. But you know, if, if you're not, if you don't act like a human, then, yes. uh, it, you know, people start telling John DePietro about you, right? That's right. And, and finally, I remember um, when she was first general treasurer, I received an email from a woman that said, hey, I spoke to that new general treasurer for a half hour on, on Saturday. And I thought, a half hour on a Saturday with the treasure. You know, where, where did this take place? <laughs> and you know where it took place? Standing by the water at Roger Wheeler Beach. That's she right. would, you know, very approachable. Everybody's, you know, sun sunscreened up, having Adele's, very relaxed. I, I think she forced herself to be out of her comfort zone. And, you know, when you're standing on a beach and you're having a chat, people really felt that was the first time I had heard of of that as far as her that's right but it really resonated with this woman and then you know that's then years later we know that was like a regular thing folks quick break much more ahead dean mcgowan of the boston globe right here on the john DePietro show we're speaking propane plus for heating and cooling call propane plus today in massachusetts 508-252-3359 in rhode island propane plus number 401 885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full-service provider of propane to Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable, sustainable, equitable, Good for the environment, and also now it's renewable. Online at propaneplus.com, Propane Plus, heating and cooling. In Massachusetts, call the Rehoboth office, 508-252-3359, and in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. You can depend on Propane Plus. Speaking with Dan McGowan, columnist of the Boston Globe, speaking of... Gina Raimondo, Dan McGowan, I, your piece about, you know, meet Alexander Hamilton. I, I just don't know if people recognize just how significant this is. You're talking about a little over a year ago, she was governor of Rhode Island. And Governor Raimondo, I don't see anything that's going to stop her from essentially replacing Janet Yellen as Treasury Secretary. 
Yeah, right. And again, you know, I, the headline is, uh, you know, a little cutesy, but I mean, there's literally, a, you know, Hamilton is in the, the one of the hit Broadway shows of yes. all time. And yes. that's the job, right? The Treasury Secretary. Uh, you know, it's probably, aside from being the President of the United States, it's one of the five, I don't know, three most important jobs literally in the, in the country, if not the world. Yep. Uh, and, and you're right. I mean, the thing about this is that the the reason why she she's you know surging up these uh um you know the, these lists of kind of the the you know major players within the Biden administration is because Republicans actually do trust her right uh you know there's always going to be your you know your far right your far left who who don't like her for lots of various reasons but she has proven to be kind of a pro business. Yep. Um, you know, uh, commerce secretary. Oh, you, you kind of have to be if you're the commerce secretary. It's not being, it's not like labor, right? You're not, you're not just fighting for unions. Um, and she, she's clearly been able to, you know, the Biden administration thinks Janet Yellen's going to leave after the midterms, right? The midterms, you're going to see a Republican wave. You very well could see a Republican Senate. Um, you're almost certainly going to see a Republican House. And the administration truly believes that you know one of the people they think could get through a republican senate is gina Raimondo. not not that she's going to get 98 votes or anything like that because she'll get votes people will vote against her on the democratic side probably but you know she she does she resonates in that way and um you know that that is a it's an impressive thing and people here forget you know because you're you looked at her, you knew her so well, kind of as the governor here, you know, depending on, on where you stand politically, you either thought she was, you know, a crazy progressive, which was never true. And then the progressives always painted her as this, you know, uh, uh, Democrat in name only, which of course wasn't true either. Uh, really, she's she's just pretty good at this. She who has built relationships. We've seen, you know, there are Republicans in the Senate who have said they she's their favorite person to talk to That's in the right. Biden administration. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, has a very good chance to be the Treasury Secretary. I mean, that would be a remarkable accomplishment from, you know, a year ago being the governor of the small estate to becoming, you know, again, one of the most powerful people in the world. Dan McGowan, if you want to run for president, you need money. You know how you you get money? You <laughs> you make people who have money, you make them money. Bingo. Can you imagine the doors this would open as far as fundraising? Never mind what she's already tapped in with commerce. What did you hear about Commerce Secretary Raimondo at the the smiley fundraiser. She came in and did a fundraiser. I think her daughter also had her at a prom, but uh, I'll just, I'll share with you in a moment what I had heard. I'm just curious if you've heard anything about her at the smiley fundraiser. Well, I, I wish I was there. I'll tell you, I had a little yeah. bit of a COVID scare. And so I, I had to be, oh. uh, I was fine, but I had to be uh, kind of core. couldn't, couldn't come out in public for a couple of days. Um, you know, from what I heard, she was uh the the you know she feels she she really likes and is impressed by brett smiley so there's a you know there's a personal connection you don't see her coming to do this for the governor's race no matter who she supports um you don't see her coming here for seth magaziner at this point uh in the congressional race so you know she she feels very comfortable with uh with brett smiley i'll tell you the thing you know, she kind of came in from what from what I was told from people who were in the room. You know, she did have she didn't she came in unstaffed because of the fact that it was a political thing. But she did have Secret Service with her, yeah. um, and you know had to kind of you know move pretty quickly. I know she uh, briefly talked to the press, but she didn't want to address any of the you know conversation about Treasury Secretary. But right. I will say what when she spoke to people uh, in the room, you know, I think she made a fairly powerful case to say to people like, "It's time to get serious. It's time to think about this race." Yep. Um, and, and Brett is you know obviously the candidate that she's strongly supporting. It's just, I had heard from someone in the room that it's changed, meaning people that have known her for a long time still wanted a photograph with her. Oh, yeah. And, right? Like, it's it's changed. It just kind of remember when I heard that, and, and it reminded me of Jay Leno told the story. There was an aunt he had in the Massachusetts area. He'd always go over for lunch and everything. And, and then one time he went, and she was bringing out the fine china. And he was like, Auntie, what? Like, it's, it's me. But she's like, yeah, but you're a celebrity now. Like, he suddenly realized this old aunt that he had, it It suddenly changed. She kind yeah. of viewed it differently. I heard that that's what I was told. Well, I'll tell Raimundo you. was like, you want a photograph? Like, we have a bunch of photos. Yeah, but 
Like you're somebody now. Like it, it's changed. It's well, a big deal that she was there. It was a That's big deal. I'll tell you the other thing that I that I heard that was that was somewhat funny is there was a um, a mistake uh, from the the laborers who you know who always when they're supporting a candidate as you know they you know they show up all in the same color shirt and they yeah you know they they bring the big trucks and all that Luna. stuff and uh, <laughs> I guess they they showed up hours early maybe two hours early they had a mistake and somebody went and opened a bar tab for them and said just go have uh-huh. a drink and uh by the time gina got to speak uh uh or secretary Raimondo got to speak they uh you know it was a little bit chippy in the crowd just you know people were were excited to see her but there was a lot of you know kind of talking over her and somebody said to me she kind of had to put on her mom voice and tell everyone to calm down which was wow. I, I thought it was very uh, was very interesting but you know remember uh if anyone in labor you know is strongly supportive of 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 Armando, you know that crowd the the mike sabatoni oh, yeah. crowd you know oh, they love God. her so that that was more of probably you know a few beers and and kind of a raucous celebration than it was a uh you know, we don't want to be here kind of conversation. Yeah, well, that's that's a stock that they've invested in and yeah. the stock has taken off. That's right. right. Good undefeated. point. The Democrat, before we take a break, you wrote a piece, and I'm just wondering what type of feedback you got, that you feel the mayor's race, it's like they're trying to lull each other to sleep. It's very unex, unex, unexciting. It's, it needs more imagination, creativity. I'm curious what type of feedback you got from the campaigns on that. Well, the, the funny part about this is, John, is you, you get you've always had this to it with a big platform is you, you hear directly from everybody. Right. I get yes. the call from each candidate about why I why I'm either wrong or why, you know, what their strategy is. And you did you know, I did get the calls from every everyone in this race about how, you know, yeah, you're right. There isn't a ton of energy, but, you know. We, we, we think that it's probably better to wait, you know, when people are paying more attention. So you got a lot of that conversation, you got a lot of excuse making, but look, the bottom line is, you know, I, I'm sitting in this, this room the other day downtown in Johnson and Wales, I was sitting next yep. to, to former mayor Palino and you look at the rooms empty. Uh, the only people in the crowd are people who are already supporting, you know, one of the candidates and boy, these candidates sound very similar and, all of them are really good at identifying kind of the problems in Providence, but none of them have any particularly strong solutions. Um, yep. You know, now the, the number one piece of feedback I'll say I got from the column was, was actually, you know, you could write the same thing about the governor's race. That's true, right? That's the same thing. I think politics right now is strange. You're just not seeing the same level of energy. My no. point though, in, in Providence is, Look, it's the it's the first time in a really long time that there's actually money to spend, right? There's yeah. that you could be creative with some of the things you're doing, and instead, you know, you kind of got everybody who's tiptoeing around each other. Nobody wants to offend, uh, you know, one another. I'm really interested when this race is actually going to, you know, start to heat up and who goes negative and what's it all going to look like? Because right now, I mean, you saw the turnout in this special bond election, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but the <laughs> right now it just doesn't feel like anybody's even paying remotely close attention to its mayor's race. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Dan McGowan, columnist of the Boston Globe, right here on the John DePietro Show. Time means grill time. And for the best grill, get a new grill. Stop in and see my friends. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Jay apostrophe S, Broadway Appliance and TV, located 47 Cedar Swamp Road. That's Route 5, Smithfield. You can call them 401-949-7800. Springtime, summer, this is the best time to grill outside. They have a great selection on grills. They also have a great selection on all appliances. Family-run business since 1963. Remember, you're going to deal directly with the owner and they will match or beat any package deal when it comes to appliances. Do you need a new refrigerator? How about a new dishwasher, washing machine, dryer, oven, microwave, Jay's Broadway Appliance? Look for them online at jsappliance.com, also on Facebook. Springtime, summer is grill time. Stop in and see them. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 5. You can make an appointment for more personal Saturday and Sunday appointments jay's broadway appliance and tv 401-949-7800 better yet drive in and see them 47 cedar swamp road route 5 in smithfield we're speaking with dan mcgowan of the boston globe well dan you um 
wrote and I liked your headline of the different million reasons why people needed to turn out and vote. I don't remember the last time they had this type of a special election. And I, I, I don't know what to make. I mean, there was such a low turnout. I think in, in other states, they even have a threshold of you need a certain percentage of the voters turn out for something to really kick in. But Yesterday was a special election, and the, those that wanted this to pass, it did pass. Yeah, this is that $515 million bond proposal. Mm. Let's say it again, $515 million. And we wow. should be clear, you know, normally when you're voting on a bond, and that could be in any community in this state, you're voting on, you know, road repairs. You're voting on a new school. You know, you're voting on kind of big ideas, big projects statewide. You know, we think about it as we're going to renovate Kennedy Plaza, stuff like that, right? The green energy bonds. In this case, you're you're borrowing $515 million to dump into the pension fund, right? Just to, you know, to give away to people who are either currently retired or will retire in the future. Um, and it, it's because you have to, you know, shore up that, that, just woefully un- underfunded system. But there was absolutely no energy in, in this uh, special election. You saw basically around 5,000 people turned out. Now, it went 70-30 wow. uh, to approve. So, you know, the city, the, the Lorge administration's certainly patting itself on the back saying, okay, we, you know, we got the approval. We now need the Senate to, uh, to, to approve this. But that looks pretty certain at this point. The problem is, is I mean, we're talking about four percent turnout in the entire uh, city of providence wow. um and and most people you know i was at the polls uh i voted at the providence water supply uh over there on um on academy yeah, Ave- yeah, yeah. South. and yeah i mean there's just nobody there there was you know I wow. it, it was uh i think people didn't quite understand what they were voting on now the the one thing i'll say in fairness is that if this had been on the November ballot, I still think it probably would have passed because I think you have a you know, very strong Democrat-leaning uh, city. But this is the challenge you have in a place like Providence when you have literally no opposition party, right? You know, the Republicans have very little influence. They, uh, they did put out a little bit, you know, a mailer to say they oppose this. But, you know, it, it kind of felt, I don't know if you agree with this, John, but it kind of felt to me like, you know, the opposition was more, they were, they were kind of promoting themselves. You know, Steve Frost yes. is a smart guy, but he was more interested yeah. in himself being the smart guy right. as opposed to, you know, really informing all the voters here yeah. uh, because there could have been a push to, to oppose this. I think you probably, absolutely there could have been, you no know, one took it to the mat. No one went all out. No that's one right. rounds. No one was on the shows. I mean, there was no in a, in a, full, in a low turnout i mean here's the thing again you know if you told me this was the general election i'd say well the democrats are going to come out to vote in governor's race and congress so of course they're going to vote for this in this one could have snuck up on people right could have said hey this is the size of you know it's a little bit bigger than maybe a senate district race and you know you could have come out and, and and made an effort there wasn't one um and now you're gonna see you know there's a uh, there's a reasonable argument from smart people about why this this thing makes sense, but there's also a very huge risk. Look, you need yeah. to, you know, play the stock market right and play the yeah. bond market right. Um, so it could work, but it could be a colossal disaster. And remember, for everybody out there outside of Providence, if this goes really wrong and the Providence, you know, the city of Providence ends up bankrupt, then taxpayers all over the state will be paying for it. That's right. And Dan McGowan, you're not wrong. There was certainly an opening and opportunity if someone wanted to be the face of the opposition. Yep. Right. The person that rallies and starts doing interviews and and kind of becomes the face of it. And it's also a good way to kind of boost yourself up. But absolutely right now when you you're exactly right, when you don't have any type of opposition party, um, it also could have been if, if if there was a progressive that was somehow against this. There, yeah. there was an opening here. Right. There was definitely an opportunity opening. Um, but no one, no one emerged in that way. I, I think it's really problematic. I think they're going to end up regretting that. But one of, one of the problems is I think people just always assume the state is going to bail out the city. So yep. no matter what is done. Now, speaking um, of that, Dan McGowan, nice piece in the Boston Globe. I, although I don't fully understand why, 
But through that whole thing with March Madness and <laughs> Cardi's even had a, a, a billboard up saying, hey, Taylor Swift and da 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 with the PC Friars and Taylor Swift. And, and it's one thing. Now we learn that she actually sent it to them during March Madness. But the, the coaches, do you, do you have any – I mean I have a thought of why they did that because they didn't want her to take over the message. But do you know why they kept it from the team that she sent this nice little thing and was kind of like acknowledging them? I don't know the answer to that because yeah. I, I guess, I, you know, yeah, sure. It takes away from the message. But again, if you think about, you know, how you and I talked about it every week for a couple of weeks. That would have been a there, national story. It, it would have been massive. Ah. Uh, and by the way, it made Taylor Swift, look, I think you and I had the same reaction to this. It kind of made her look out of touch when, you know, you see in, in June after, you know, half the team is left at this point. They're gone and graduated and then you missed the whole that ed cooley video of him yeah. riding around with cbs in providence and right you, I, I, you, why arthur parks why did they hold it from the team yeah it didn't it, it didn't make a ton of sense and i mean maybe they maybe they didn't feel like i think they were hoping i know they were hoping that you know oh. after they won the the uh the regular the big east regular season after there started to be you know a lot of national attention to this i think they hoped that maybe she would you know really get behind the team maybe show up at something and you know you couldn't get her to do anything like that and so i i suppose maybe you know maybe she would send kind of an underwhelming message originally oh, okay. I, but the problem i, I mean I th- it just doesn't make any sense it's june nobody's thinking about the, about college no. basketball at this point um and you did this at a you know event for the season ticket holder that's nice and all but the people who really deeply care, I mean, first of all, the yeah. students were off campus, the people who really cared and you know, who were singing the song, you know, at the dunk every single uh, game, you know, are the people who were, uh, are, are the young people, right? People who don't yeah. have the season tickets, who were just, you know, kind of casual fans. Um, yeah. I think they missed them. They missed a moment on this. And, you know, I yeah. mean, look, if they make a run next year, you know, let's say they were to get to the final four, I think suddenly you'd have Taylor Swift's people saying, oh, we want to be a part of this, but miss the boat. I think, it, I, I don't I didn't understand it at all. Yeah. I don't, I'm glad I'm not alone in that. I, Kind of was like, all right, well, that, that, and it seems like so long ago now. Nadia McGowan, let's touch on there is going to be, well, there's two big things. First of all, Governor McKee, I think it's a mistake he's signing this voter registration. Uh, new voter, let Rhode Island vote act as if no one can vote, even though we're now an outlier compared to Massachusetts and yeah. Connecticut. They're going much farther than what those states do. Um, but there is gun legislation that seemingly Dominic Ruggiero, to me, he's the key. He's he is comfortable. He's going to allow this to go through. Yeah, it looks like you're going to get the uh, the you know moving the the age to purchase to 21. Uh, you're going to get the ban on the kind of the, those long guns or rifles in public, um, and you're going to get a magazine the, the you know a cap on the uh, you know the, the the high capacity magazines. I think at 10 um, uh, bullets. 10 max, yeah. yeah, 10 max. And the one you're not going to get is the assault weapons. Ban, you know the ban completely, like some yep. other states have, but. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you obviously have seen some momentum to get this done. Uh, I'll tell you the thing that I don't understand. I, I mentioned this before, John, is if I'm Governor McKee and I need an issue, uh, again, for Democrats, and, you know, Republicans out there don't like to hear this, but if, it, if, if, if I'm in a Democratic primary, if I'm Governor McKee, I would be screaming from the rooftops that I got this done. Because yeah. um, right now, I think if you're paying attention to it, you're saying, well, it looks like the speaker and the Senate president cut a deal. Um, and, and the governor's not even included in this kind of conversation. Right. He should be taking credit for it because, again, yep. an, an issue like this for Democrats is an important one. Tim McGowan, although I don't understand this business of long guns are, are going to be banned in public. I, when's the last time you saw just a regular <laughs> citizen walking through, what, Kennedy Plaza with a long gun? Like, I, I I don't I don't that doesn't even make sense to me. I no, I know no. like I think of Michigan where they went and protested at the Capitol during the COVID and they they had the long guns. But when's the last time you saw anyone with a rifle out in public? I I I don't I don't see anything like I that. I don't see anything like it either. I think yeah. so, I think the thing that uh, I, I believe it was Attorney General Narona that you know painted a picture that. You know, again, is is effective, although none of us have ever really seen is, you know, what if you're at the Fourth of July parade in Bristol 
and you see, you know, somebody oh. you know, right now you see somebody with a long gun, they're allowed to have it, that kind of thing. And and that was smart. That's a smart way. Again, if huh. you're if you're on the Democrat side of things or the, you know, the the more progressive side of things on this. It, it does, you know, kind of paint that picture. But again, to your point, you know, I don't think this is one that is uh, particularly significant. It's also, I think the Democrats will have to acknowledge that it isn't going to, it doesn't stop the potential of, you know, any sort of mass shooting to happen. None of these bills necessarily would. But uh, to the credit of, you know, again, last week, I don't think any of us thought that, that you'd even get anything done on this. And certainly before the shooting in Uvalde, you wouldn't have seen there was this thing was back burner was no chance that it was happening. Um, And and so you are going to see some bills move. You've clearly seen the Senate uh, be willing to, you know, move on it. And, um, and so I think you'll, you'll have at least those three bills pass in both chambers in the next seven days, probably. And I think they're raising the age limit on, on ammo as well, which I I think that's New York just signed it yesterday. Right. You know, point. 18 yep. to 21, you look at a lot of those, you know, Buffalo was 18, Texas was 18, Parkland was 19, Sandy Hook, I think he was 20, uh, raising it 18 to 21. I, I think that that seems um, that that's going to happen. Now, folks, I also want to point out in the Boston Globe, unbelievable, incredible coverage of the Celtics now. I think they're actually in a really good position. Uh, game three, they stole that first game. Uh, from the Warriors. So the coverage of the Celtics is, is fantastic in the Globe. Also, I mean, the Patriots are already starting, and the Globe's coverage of the Patriots is second to none. And and also, I really like the story in the Boston Globe, David Gowan, where it finally said, listen, you don't, you can disagree. If you're a Democrat, you can say, I don't like the job Biden is doing. And it doesn't mean you support Trump. That's right. And that seems to be kind of a theme right now, because we talk local, but you have to admit, I, I just cannot believe what we are witnessing is going on in this administration, which is just where he's 18 months in. And the Biden administration, Dan McGowan, I, this is like, can you believe what we are witnessing between gas prices, baby formula? It is the, just inflation. It is just a complete disarray and meltdown. And what you're really seeing, even even, uh, you know, and, and certainly uh, Secretary Raimondo and others are being kind of held to account right now on on the issue of look, all these. They all push the, the big infrastructure bill and the relief yeah. package and they wanted even more. And what's very clear is they were wrong about this. Right. This has yes. driven up uh, inflation and you and, yes. and it probably would have been worse if you had seen you know some of these other things pass. And so. Uh, you know, I, I think it's exactly right. You can be, you know, the, the problem is everybody, everybody always likes to look at the Republican side and say, oh, it's so crazy that it's become just, you know, either Trump or you're not a real Republican. Guess what? The Democrats have done the exact same thing, yeah. you know, uh, just on the other side of it. And I think it's wrong. It is perfectly reasonable to be, you know, somebody who is frustrated with, you know, President Biden, even if you are, you know, a a, a liberal or, or just a, you tend to vote Democrat. So uh, this is, I think it's something that we're going to see in the midterms. And there's going to be obviously a kind of a, uh, a wave for the Republicans in the midterms. And the question for the Biden folks is going to be, how do you get it back? And how do you make it um, so that, you know, you're, you're even a credible contender in two years when you're, when you're on the ballot again, because, uh, you know, while I'm skeptical that he'll, uh, you know, he'll run for re-election, oh, he, so. he, he continues yeah. to maintain though, that he will. Yeah. And well, cause you otherwise know, you're a lame, you can't, you're a lame duck. That's true. Dan McGowan, if you saw that Jake Tapper interview with Commerce Secretary Raimondo on Sunday on CNN, she, did you catch that at all? Yes, I did. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. She seems shell-shocked. First of all, terrible connection. We could hear the echo of the I question. Know from her end, but she suddenly realized it's like in for a penny, in for a pound. It, you can't just say, oh, that's that's not my department. You're part of the administration. He came out. How about she was like, yes, and good morning, and nice to be with you. Like, wow, boom. Yeah, right right away, like, she, he, said, he said, well, you, admit you were wrong. And, and of course, she wouldn't because she can never admit when she's, when she's oh, totally wrong not. about things. Yeah. Uh, you know, re- go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know what it reminded me of is what they're facing right now. Buddy Cianci, later in his life, near the end, he and I kind of mended fences. But he would talk about the politics of snow. And it's, it's, it's dangerous when, you know, you can spin job numbers, you can spin education. But if a guy's looking out his window on 
somewhere in Providence and he sees six inches of snow and has been plowed. You can't spin your way out of that. Right now with the Biden administration, if a young mother walks in and there's no baby formula shortage and then she has to go gas up and it's five dollars a gallon. You can't spin your way out of that, Dan McGowan. It's, it's exactly the, the problem that Democrats have had in this administration. And look, everybody there. This, this happens in, in many administrations. It just happens to be very strong right now is is exactly that. The, they want to tell you that things aren't as bad as you are seeing. Exactly. It. And and they look the gas prices are really high the baby formula shortage is very real uh and so you know the the, even secretary Raimondo to jake tapper said look the economy's you know humming well (laughs) define that because people people might have jobs but they they can't they still can't afford gas i know i mean john you filled up in the last couple of weeks like people people are actually you know, when they pull up and they pay for gas, you hear people in other cars say, yes. I can't believe this. This is outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people I, are really mad. I think we're going to see her lay low. I think, uh, you know, she's someone normally always prepared. And I, I, it's like she walked into a buzzsaw. And I, I think also you're thinking, you know, CNN, Jake Tapper, but boy, he came out. He asked yep. very, very good questions. He was good. But, Folks, you hear me mention roadmap, and and obviously I read it, and I quote it, and, and start the day with it. And Dan McGowan, if you'd be so kind, folks, listen right now. You could start getting it for free, delivered to your inbox tomorrow. Yeah, very simple. All you have to do, and John's right, you get new stuff. You get, you know, kind of an interesting take. New sometimes I analyze it. Uh, you get all the reporting from my six other colleagues at the Globe. Um, covering Rhode Island. So you get to read all the interesting stories that are happening in this state. And then, like John said, you're getting awesome Celtics coverage. The Red Sox oh, are suddenly good. Awesome. Uh, yeah. you know, so you're getting lots of stuff, and it's all you know in one easy place to read, right in your inbox. So send me a blank email. You don't have to write anything other than to rinews, rinews at globe.com, uh, and you'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning. Folks, he's Dave McGowan. Doing great job as always, and we'll talk to you again. Talk next week. Thanks, John. Brothers Disposal. Call them today, 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway. You can clean out unwanted belongings. Maybe clean out your garage. Clean out your basement. Clean out your attic. Old toys. Old things you don't even use anymore. Old furniture. It's so much easier when you have a dumpster delivered right to your home, and then they'll take it away when you're done, whether it's for a weekend, for a week, for a month, Brothers Disposal. Call Brother Roland today at 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have those purple dumpsters. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brothers Disposal today, whether it's a small household construction project or maybe just cleaning out some unwanted belongings. Get a dumpster in your driveway or business. Brothers Disposal, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Portion of the program brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Check them out on the website depetro.com. The Coesed Inn, or Rhode Island tradition since nineteen seventy seven. Located two twenty six Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge, whether a nice dinner or even just appetizers, there's always a great crowd. You can link directly to them, and gift certificates are available. The Coesed Inn, two twenty six Coesed Avenue in West Warwick.